Good day, everyone. Welcome to Mercury, a broadcast of hope. It is now day 144 of our broadcast. Today, I thought I'd talk a little bit about nutrition. As survivors, I know that nutrition isn't everyone's main concern when just getting enough to eat and avoiding getting eaten is generally a challenge enough. However, when we have choices in what we eat, it's good to have some general guidelines in mind. For starters, a low-fat diet is less of a concern than it used to be. In the name of survival, everyone needs to make sure that they're getting enough fats in their diets. Fats are a source of high-density calorie content. You get almost twice as much energy per gram of fat as you do with carbohydrates or protein. So when food is scarce, fats are good news. You actually need fat in order for your body to absorb the fat-soluble vitamins A, D, E, and K. Ideally, we would all be eating olive oil and avocados, but I realize that those things are harder to come by than they once were. Nuts are a really good source of healthy fats when you can get your hands on them. Animal fats are probably going to be one of your main sources at this point, from game you are hunting or trapping. Unfortunately, a lot of the game is going to be pretty lean. Rabbit, for example, is a good source of protein, but a terrible source of fats. Being on the coast, we are lucky to be harvesting a lot of our protein from the sea, so we're getting oils from fish. If you can make it down to the water, the coast is a fantastic resource for food. It's convenient that the zombies don't go into the water, but they can gather at the water's edge, which can pose a challenge in getting back to shore safely. As always, fruits and vegetables are healthy. While their caloric content is lower than proteins and grains, fruits and vegetables are where you get a lot of the vitamins that your body needs. Again, fresh fruits are harder to obtain than they once were. How I miss farmer's markets and supermarkets. If only we were in Florida, I miss citrus fruits. Tangerines, oranges, and grapefruits. Luckily, there are wild berries around here. A few months ago, we had located some prolific blackberry bushes that we took advantage of. Being winter, the only fruits we are getting right now are the occasional canned ones, which, let's be honest, aren't all that high in nutritional content. Vegetables are much easier to forage for. There are over 200 edible plants found in North America. Unfortunately, harvesting wild greens has fallen out of fashion before the fall of society. Some greens are easily identifiable, like dandelion leaves. You can eat common chickweed, Queen Anne's lace, and red clover. Even stinging edibles are edible if you cook them. Speaking of stinging, I want to talk about eating insects. When food is in short supply, don't be squeamish about dining on bugs. I know Western society hasn't gotten around to the fad of eating creepy crawlies, but it's actually well known how nutritious insects are. In fact, thousands of people around the world regularly dined on crickets and mealworms when the world was still normal. Insects are a good source of not just protein, but a lot of other nutrients as well, like iron and zinc. There are over a thousand edible insects, most of which you should be familiar with anyway. Ants, cicadas, crickets, grasshoppers, honeybees, beetles, and even earthworms, to name a few. Remember that moment in The Lion King when Simba slurped up a worm? Slimy yet satisfying, which is totally true. And let's not forget that classic book from our childhoods, How to Eat Fried Worms. Although I don't know what frying them would do to their nutritional content. During times of food scarcity, I'm sure that we will be turning to alternative protein sources too. We will, dear listeners, include you on our explorations of these delicacies as the opportunity or necessity arises. In fact, 
Mealworms are easy to cultivate. I'm toying with the idea of trying that here at the station. It takes very little by way of space and supplies, and for novices like us, I think it would be easier than, say, beekeeping, which I would also love to try. I also want to emphasize the importance of staying hydrated. Your body can go a good long while without food on the order of days, but water is another story. Getting enough water allows your body to process nutrients and perform other essential functions. Early on in our broadcast, we touched on ways of obtaining clean drinking water. Hopefully you've got a good system established for purifying your own water, so drink up. I think I'm going to wrap this up for today, but now that I've spent some time thinking about this, I think you listeners can look forward to broadcasts in the future about raising mealworms and maybe even some more recipes. We've got a lot of good comments from folks nearby about our no-bake cookies around Christmas, so maybe we'll try to put some more things like that together for you. Got to keep the old taste buds active in addition to everything else. So, for Mercury, a broadcast of hope, this is Dr. Rosalind Clark signing off for today. Take care of each other.